From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're demonstrating how to strengthen your emotional intimacy through the expression of thankfulness and gratitude. And there's a quote from Jefferson Bethke that says, thankfulness is the quickest path to joy. And I think as we you know talk about it in today's episode, I think a lot of you are going to see that very much for yourself and for your marriage. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And a hug is really, it's an opportunity. It's one of my most favorite parts of each episode because it's an opportunity to celebrate what, what you've accomplished in your marriage, what mm-hmm. you're working on, how you're being intentional and taking action. And this hug comes from a post that was in the One Family private Facebook group. That says that starts with, we got married on October 27th, 2019, two years to the day after our first date. Oh, wow. We met back in 2014 when I started a job as a receptionist at the corporate office, and he was the branch manager closest to that location. I was married to someone else at the time, and we became friends, only friends, nothing more during that time. My first marriage was a toxic relationship that I never should have been in. I tried to make that marriage work for many years until I realized that my ex was never going to change, mm. and we ended that marriage. After I divorced, I reconnected with that branch manager I'd met in 2014. We decided to date. Now, five years later, are married and our families are blended. I can tell you he is my person, Mm. my soulmate, my one true love and best friend. I've listened to the podcast for several years, almost since the beginning. That's a long time. That's more than several. Guys, we've been around for almost 13 years. Yeah. Right? Thank you. I will tell you, this podcast helped me to try and fight for my previous marriage. I believe things happen for a reason, and I know in my heart that I am where I should be and with the person I should be fighting for. When you know, you know. As Tony and Lisa said in their vows, as long as life shall va- as long as life shall last, and I made sure to include that in mine as well. Oh, thank you for that. Marriage is hard, and it's also very rewarding. And I hope we make it to twenty-five plus years together. Thank you, Tony and Lisa, for all you do every day helping couples. I know you have helped me. Oh, this is awesome. I love it. Well, I love it, and it's just. You know, sometimes, and many of you have been divorced, and we get it. We understand it. It, Hey, toxic relationships. You hear Mm -hmm. us here, and we talk about it a lot. You know, you're in an abusive relationship. God hasn't called you to be in that, you know, and and maybe you have to step away from that marriage and and, and get distance and then refine love and and remarry. Mm -hmm. And you know what? We're here for that journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's an honor that you took... um, just a line that we had in our wedding vows and incorporated that in yours yeah. as well. That was super special. And, and I love how, you know, so often guys, I will pick the hug before I am prepping the episode notes. Like they come in, we collect them, you know, we have them in different, in a, in a file for the team so we can read them. And, and I didn't even realize, you know, a lot of times they do end with a thank you, but this one um, just really hit home, especially as we're, you know, taking this episode this week to talk about expressing thankfulness and gratitude. And for all of those of you that are hearing this episode, the week that it airs the first time, it is Thanksgiving week, 2022. And from the very beginning of the One Extraordinary Marriage show, we have done this week's episode wrapped around thankfulness. Yep. Um, If you type thankful or gratitude into the search bar, (laughs) um, you will find, you know, now we're, this is, it's gotta be number 12? 12. 12, 13, I don't, yeah. 12. And 
you know, being in this place of saying, you know what, it's so important, but, but it's also this reminder that when we do this very much like the, the quote that I shared at the beginning of the episode, it, it is the, being in this place of expressing gratitude, it's not just for us, it's for our marriage. It's a, it's a way to build the emotional intimacy. And I, if I dare say, it's actually, you know, as we were preparing for this and, and just preparing some of the resources for the one family, it's actually a way not just to build your emotional intimacy, but also to look at the other five as well. Because often when you're expressing something that you're grateful for, you're likely tying it in to one of the other five pillars. That's right. Because they're interconnected. Right. And interdependent. Right. We talk about that a lot in the book. And and even in page 61 of the Six Pillars of Intimacy book, I talk about the fact that emotional intimacy is the workhorse. Mm -hmm. And so you taking this step, whether it's this week wrapped around Thanksgiving or when you first listen to this episode, whatever day that is, you are built, you are strengthening that muscle of emotional intimacy. You are, you are bringing that workhorse force into your marriage to create a shift because it's powerful. It's powerful when you share, when you share your thoughts and your feelings, when you share, Hey, this is what, this is what I recognize or acknowledge or what I'm grateful for. You create a shift Mm -hmm. in your marriage dynamic. You create, you create this force, literally a force for good in your marriage as you go and do that. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. This isn't the only time of year that you should be expressing thankfulness or gratitude to your spouse. We, we wrap an episode around it Mm -hmm. because here in the United States, we're about to celebrate Thanksgiving. It's about giving thanks for what we have. And it, it's a fun way for Elisa and I to just look back over the course of the year and go, what are we grateful for? What Mm -hmm. are we thankful for in our marriage? And this year, what we did is we created a free guide for you called the Gratitude Planner. Mm-hmm. And you can get this at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash gratitude. And literally, it's a seven-page planner. Grab it. There are different ways that you can show and express gratitude and thankfulness. We give you different ways. There's a daily one. There's a monthly one. There's one where you can wrap it around the six pillars of intimacy. Mm -hmm. But we wanted to give this to you because many of you may go like, oh, cool, we're going to hear Tony and Elisa do this, but how do we do it? Mm -hmm. How do do I express that? Because I want to dive deeper. I want to strengthen our emotional intimacy, and yet I don't know how. Mm Mm-hmm. So get the gratitude planner. You go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash planner, and I'll have it here in the episode notes for you as well. And let me just say one more thing about that. The reason there there are so many different ways, because some of you, and I want to be real clear, you'll see the note in there. Um, you don't have to use every page of the planner. I, I actually created this with my coaching clients in mind, mm-hmm. understanding that that there are different ways that that different people like to track and like to recognize things. And so that's why there are the three different sheets in there very specifically around how you, you know, talk about this and, and document it. Because what I want to say is use the one that most resonates with you. This mm. is a tool. Mm-hmm. You don't have to use every page of the tool. You use the ones that connect with who you are. And if your spouse chooses a different one, let me just say this. If your spouse chooses a different page that resonates with them, it's not wrong. They're just different. Okay. Like, let me just say that because, and you know, throughout this episode, we're going to be sharing, you know, some of your 
comments because I posted a reel last week on Instagram and y'all shared some of the things that you are thankful for in your own marriage. You expressed gratitude to your spouse. And we're actually, Tony and I both took one of the pages out of the gratitude planner, the one specifically that, that says gratitude in the six pillars of intimacy. Mm-hmm. And so we're also going to be sharing what our, what our thoughts were and building emotional intimacy, not just between ourselves in our marriage in this conversation right now, but also with all of you, letting you in to this place of hearing, okay, well, what are we, what are we thankful for? And what does that look like to then have that same kind of conversation with your spouse? Here are some of the ones that, that came up on Instagram. I'm so thankful that my husband goes out and serves his community and then comes home and takes care of our family. Mm. I'm thankful to my wife for the joy she brings to the world, especially my world. I like that. I like that one too. I'm grateful for the things my wife has done for me since I broke my ankle in October. From taking me to the ER, to appointments, to washing my hair in the sink when I could not do it myself. I haven't been able to drive and she's driven everywhere since it's my right ankle. Oh. So many things I simply cannot do until the break heals. She's an amazing woman. Mm, those are great. You know, these are the types of things that we start to, that we start to look at because you know, some of these, you know, like this last one that I just read, you know, broken ankle. She's had to wash his hair in the sink because he hasn't been able to, you know, get into the bathroom and things like that to, you know, do it himself. And you think, oh, is that like, is that too big or too small? There's nothing too small to express gratitude around. And the reality is, is that it's not just the words that you speak, but it's the impact that it has on your body. I found this really interesting article that talked about the fact that gratitude can make people happier, improve relationships, and potentially even counteract depression and suicidal thoughts. Mm. Gratitude boosts self-esteem. Expressing gratitude boosts dopamine and serotonin, the neurotransmitters in your brain that improve your mood immediately. Hello? A little more of that, please. Absolutely. When you express gratitude, you reduce the level of cortisol, the stress hormone. Okay, so like, let's just pause there for a quick sec. So expressing gratitude can boost all the good stuff and decrease the bad stuff. Extraordinary couples, we actually need to get into this place where we're doing both of those things. Mm. Boosting more of the good neurotransmitters and reducing cortisol, the stress hormone. It'll have an amazing shift in our marriage. People who regularly express gratitude have stronger heart functioning and are more resilient to emotional setbacks and negative experiences. This is incredible, you guys. This isn't just like, hey, we need to we need to be happier and we need to say more nice things about each other. That's not yes, on one level, that's what we're saying. But I want you to know that it goes deeper than that. It actually shifts who you, physically who you are as a person. Because all of these chemicals that are running through our body, our natural hormones and stuff, if we can increase the right ones and decrease the ones that aren't serving us so well, we show up differently in our marriages. I know because I know even when I was sitting down, you know, in preparation for this episode and writing down, you know, what am I grateful for for Tony? Like there were some things where I was like, oh. Dude, he's a rock star. What are some of the things you? I'm going to put you on the spot first. Oh, we're going to go into it. Uh, so we'll start. Okay, hold on. Let me get not my, all of them. We're just going to kind okay. of bounce around and okay. do some things. Let me get my my gratitude planner out at, here because I, I wish I, you guys could see this because he I actually it has it right here in front of him. And and I'm going to just share this. You know, one of the one of the cool things, and, and we understand it. You guys live full lives. We lead full lives. And so when we're putting something together, especially when Elisa's looking at resources for her clients, how do we make it in a way that you can use it 
in a, a I don't want to say limited, but in, in a time period that fits for you. It's all about time efficiency. There you go. And, and so I sat down and, and this, this page is gratitude in the six pillars of intimacy. And there's six boxes there. And I, and I was just like, okay, let me just see how long it's going to take me to go through these six. And I'm thinking from now, my, my, my perspective of where I'm, where my gratitude is coming from is from today to the beginning of the year. Okay. So that's, that's where, that's where I'm focusing in on. And so emotional intimacy, when it comes to our emotional intimacy, I'm grateful for our walk and talks. Mm. And these have always been just such a, they're just a, they're, they're just a time that we get to just go and leave everything else behind. Mm -hmm. And so I'm grateful that we, we get those moments in our lives. And sometimes we do them a lot. Sometimes we don't do them as much, but uh, I'm truly grateful for those. Mm. So when it comes to emotional intimacy, um, one of the things that I have really noticed over the course of the year, and it's one of the things I'm so grateful for, um, and it's especially, it's become very evident recently just with some of the things that Tony and I are going through is that, that he doesn't just, you don't just tell me that I'm a priority. You, you demonstrate it in your actions. You demonstrate it in how you relate our marriage to other people. And that's incredibly meaningful to me. Um, you also, when it comes to our emotional intimacy, I wrote this down. I'm like, you, you don't just cheer me on, which you do very well, um, but you push me out of my comfort zone and you love me even when I am difficult to love. Absolutely. <laughs> that happened yesterday. <laughs> I wasn't being difficult. I was going yeah. through a moment. Yeah, you're being a little difficult. I was going through a moment. All right. All right. Different perspectives. <laughs> and that's marriage right there. That's marriage. Um, you know, the next one is physical intimacy. And when it comes to our physical intimacy, I'm grateful for our early morning cuddles. In fact, what you guys don't know is that the first time the snooze goes off, I actually... Oh, the first time the alarm goes off, not the snooze. First time the alarm goes off, I now in my head go, oh, that's the snooze alarm. Because we literally will stay in bed at least for one snooze. Mm -hmm. And that's like, because we're both con both conscious when my alarm goes off, that is strictly like nine minutes of cuddle. Yep. Whatever. And so it's like, it's like our, our cuddle alarm. Like yep. that's how I think of that first alarm. We may need to push that up 10 minutes just so we can get out of bed at the time we need to get out of bed so we can work out and everything. Okay, strategy coming in too. Yep. Um, but I also am grateful for the fact that we have, especially this year, it seems, um, just really gotten into this place where we acknowledge that us sleeping naked or semi-naked, because I like to have my shoulders covered, is really meaningful physical intimacy mm -hmm. for the two of us. That has, I feel like that has alleviated a lot of stress in our marriage and just allowed us to be super connected and me even to stay warm when it's, you know, quote unquote, cold in San Diego. Yep. Yeah. Physical intimacy for me, I put sleeping naked and cuddling. I mean, we are on. Wow. That is definitely where I am most grateful. And, and I do agree with you on this one. We have struggled for so long around physical intimacy. We have been told many a times that when we're on stage that we need to be more cuddly and holding hands and arms around each other and, and the, these physical acts that you think people should see you do because we're in the marriage world. Mm. And yet Elisa and I are not that way when it comes to our physical intimacy. We hold hands. You'll, you'll see us walking around. We'll hold hands definitely. Um, and yet we had to, 
we have to make our marriage ours. Mm-hmm. We can't make it somebody what everybody else thinks it should be. And Elise and I struggled and we really honed in on our physical intimacy this year. And that 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 is what I'm grateful for is that we came to this point of going sleeping naked and cuddling is our way to engage and strengthen our physical intimacy. What I love though, is that we didn't even look at these together. We didn't. Like we didn't compare, but we're going to share more about what's on our list and even some more thoughts from all of you on gratitude after this break. Did you know the average couple waits six years to get help from challenges in their marriage? That's six years of struggling and feeling like something is off, of wondering why you can't seem to change things. Stop waiting. At One Extraordinary Marriage, we offer marriage coaching with Elisa. Elisa coaches couples just like you wanting more in their marriage. Here's what one husband had to say. We were at the point of changing our behavior or going our separate ways. My wife suggested marriage coaching, but I was skeptical. I didn't need to be skeptical. Elisa helped us get to the core of our issues and gave us the tools we needed to have an awesome marriage. Now, our marriage is stronger than ever. Our communication is better. Our finances are transparent. We discovered date nights again, and our sex life is wow. If you think marriage coaching isn't for you, I promise that if you are committed to making a change, that is exactly the road you should take. Apply for coaching at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. Don't wait six years. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. We're back and we're sharing different ways to express gratitude in some of the areas in which we ourselves are thankful and you and the one family as well. And I just want to remind you, if you did not hear Tony mention the gratitude planner at the top, get it. It, it, like I will tell you, I had a coaching clients last week um, and we were talking about this and I just said, you know what, let's just, and literally this is kind of where the gratitude planner came from. I'm like, we just need to keep track on a daily basis. And so there were two different pages in there that I created simply for them. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Hey, Tony, Hey, Tony, let's do this for the one family. Let's do this for ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. Because what you track, what you monitor, what you're aware of you actually bring more into your life. So if you want more gratitude, you got to go looking for it, right? If you, if you want more, you know, recognition or awareness around the six pillars of intimacy, you've got to have it be at the forefront. It's why I love the gratitude and the six pillars of intimacy page in the planner, because it just got me going, okay, wait a minute. What are you like, not just talking about these things, but what are you actually grateful for when it comes to each one of the six pillars of intimacy? What are you tracking on a daily basis that Tony is doing for your marriage or the two of you are doing for your marriage? What does that look like? Because I don't want to be a bitter old woman that's grumpy at her husband and miserable in life because I haven't said thank you in a million years. I don't want that for my marriage. I don't, I don't want that to be the home that my children grow up in. I want it to be a place where it's like, you know what? We say thank you for the little things. We have different ways of acknowledging. We have different phrases that we use. So it's not always like, thank you for doing this. That's why there's a page in the planner, you guys, that is just different expressions on how to express that gratitude. Yep. And you can grab that free great gratitude planner, oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash gratitude. So here's another one from Instagram to my wife. You make our home simply the best and the place to be. I so appreciate my husband's help with making dinner and doing the dishes. Mm -hmm. To my husband, I'm so grateful for how well you take care of our family and the effort you put into our relationship, for opening the car door for me every time, Mm. coming out to greet me at my car when I come home from work with a hug and a kiss and taking my backpack from me, for the cuddles and the absolute silliness you bring to my life. Yeah, those are awesome. 
these are the types of things that you can recognize. Like I remember reading that first one. I'm like, oh my gosh, how amazing. Like he walks out to the car, he gives her a kiss, he grabs her backpack. And, and that's special. Hear me out on this. That's special for that couple. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to look just like that in your marriage. What can you recognize about what your spouse does and how your spouse interacts with you? Like for us, when it comes to our financial intimacy, you know, the thing that I that I acknowledge and I'm so appreciative of this year is just Tony's high level of intentionality when it comes to our finances. Hmm. We've had seasons in our marriage where we have not been financially secure. That you've if you've listened to the show, there are lots of episodes. We've had all kinds of stuff. We've shared it with you guys. But over the last year, not just in our marriage, but I also see you pouring your financial knowledge into our son Mm -hmm. and and those conversations that you're having with him. So I know that you aren't just impacting the financial security of our marriage, but you're impacting the financial security and what our grandchildren, Mm. not that Alex, no, there, there are no time out. There are no grandkids anywhere in the future, but I'm speaking into my very distant future. that there will be grandchildren in our future, but you're pouring into their financial security. And that matters to me mm. because he, Alex is so receptive to the wisdom that you're sharing. Mm. Thank you. For me, I put, when it comes to our financial intimacy, I'm grateful for the trips we've been able to save for and go on. Mm. And we have a, one coming up for um, Christmas that uh, we've saved up for and we're, we're going on. And I know that was a, a bit of a, a struggle with you because... I did better this time though. Yep. It, it, but we're, we're going to make that one happen. Um, but I'm just, I'm just grateful for that because you know what? A lot of our dreams from when we were young married was mm-hmm. we would travel and we would mm-hmm. get to see the world and we would get to do things and experience memories, right? Like for you and I, it's not about a gift. We're not about buying a new car or, you know, a a fancy watch or things of that nature. You and I are about those moments, about Mm. those memories. Um, And so for us this year, really taking that to heart Mm -hmm. and and doing it from a couple of big trips to just overnighters. Mm -hmm. And, and I do believe because of, of both of our diligence and and looking at our financial intimacy and and being able to save and come together, uh, we get to experience those. Mm. That's so amazing. When it comes to our spiritual intimacy, I'm grateful for um, the commitment that we made this year to prayer and communion multiple times during the week. Mm-hmm. Side note, we have not been perfect on this. We've mentioned it many times throughout the year, but I'm grateful that we always came back to it, that even when we weren't perfect, one or the other of us would be like, hey, we haven't been perfect. We need to get back on this. And it wasn't like that. There are there a couple of times when I'm going to just share this because that's mine as well. I, I'm I'm us committing to to pray together this year. Okay. That, that's what I'm grateful for as well. But, <laughs> what's, but, but I'm like, what's the, the caveat? And, and yet in that gratefulness, no, I, I want to share this because a lot of people get all like tweaked out when it doesn't go as planned. And so, well, how can I be grateful for that? Because we didn't pray. You know, for us, we have it on our calendars three times a week. Not every week do we pray three times and we could get disgruntled with mm-hmm. one another. And we have, we've gotten frustrated with one another. Like who's leading? Who, why didn't you say, why didn't you come up to my office? I well, did, I did actually say that. I'm, I'm down here in the kitchen where we, where we usually are praying and it, our alarms are going off and things are happening. And so in the mess, in the journey that is marriage, was it perfect every single time? No. 
Were there times that we got together and, and we were, it was it was a fight to keep moving forward? Yes. Were there times when we got in there and we were able to just go and lead and speak in authority and pray out loud? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Both of those, though, I'm grateful for because it brought us closer together. It allowed us to engage one another and go, okay, where can I? What can I do? Mm-hmm. You know? looking at myself, what can I do to continue to strengthen our spiritual intimacy mm-hmm. and what we committed to one another? Absolutely. So recreational intimacy, when it comes to our recreational intimacy, I'm that's where I actually put the walk and talks. I, you know, it's so interesting. It's okay. so funny. I mean, maybe this is 26 years of marriage. Maybe this is the fact that we spend a ridiculous amount of time together, just, you know, working and being in place together. But um, it is interesting to me how many of these are similar. Or very close because you had walk and talks. Um, we had praying together. We had, um, well, I think it's, it, it, it goes to our six pillars of intimacy. Uh-huh. We look at them at the beginning of the year. This is where our intentionality is around them. Mm-hmm. Here's where we want to be intentional in them. And here's how we've taken action. And when you look at it over the course of a year, you look back and you go, I'm grateful we did that. Yeah. No, no, I'm no. I'm grateful it's, we did yeah, that's a really those, good point. those things. We, we, we set a course, we set a path, we set a plan and we get to go, we get to stand here now and go, wow, we really, we really did what we said we were going to do. We did it. Right. It, in, it doesn't stop. It's just, I think now is the culmination of the, oh, wow, this is what mm-hmm. we're grateful for. Mm. And in that's where we get to go. All right. Well, what's the next year going to look like? Mm-hmm. Like, how's we begin to prepare? But right now, we're we're in this moment, and yeah. so walk-in talks are recreational intimacy. I mean, it's we're moving. It's an activity. Well, and going back to the other point that you made too. You know, we are. And granted, keep in mind our children are aging. So you know as of this episode, they will be very close to 17 and 20. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're in a different season of life. So we are, st- for us, we are stepping into a season where we are traveling more and we're having the conversations about long weekends away. And we're having the conversations about, you know, like we're talking about, you know, six pillars in paradise, you know, in April of 2023 and what that's going to look like for the one family. And we're talking about, you know, vacations next summer and college was like, we're in that phase of life. And we are talking about travel because like Tony said, for our recreational intimacy, that is super meaningful to both of us. Is that what you put grateful for? In, in- well, I had walk and talks, but I also had just the travel mm. and, and how that is shifting our marriage because, you know, like we even have friends, we were talking to, you know, some folks about the fact that we were traveling over Christmas and this couple that we're dear friends with. And they're like, do you guys always travel at Christmas? And, and the reality is, is that it's something that we really enjoy and our children enjoy. And that is our gift. That experience as a family really is our gift to one another. So it, it taps a bunch of different intimacies there. Yeah. And, and you can, you and your spouse may have different ways of you're seeing something play out mm-hmm. in the intimacy it's in. Like for Elisa, she sees that, that travel in that recreational intimacy, recreational intimacy is that closeness and connection through dates and activities. It's mm-hmm. the fun. It's a shared experience. It's the yeah. fun. And I see those from a financial standpoint. I wouldn't, I didn't even think about it from a recreational standpoint. I see it from the standpoint of we've saved for it. It's paid and I'm not going to come back with debt. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. to me, that's, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. That's um, also good. 
Recreational intimacy for me, playing Monopoly deal. <laughs> I was actually telling a client about that the other day. Just this year has been the year of Monopoly deal. <laughs> we need a new card game for 2023. Well, we need new Monopoly deal cards. That they're, is also they're, true. They're wrecked. Um, if you don't know what this is, it's a card game based on Monopoly. Mm-hmm. It's much quicker than playing the board game. I'll actually I'll put a link here in uh, the episode notes so you, if you want to check it out and play it. But it's fun. It's usually 10 to 15 minutes max. And so we'll play a two out of three And I enjoy those times of just, again, having some fun, having some laughs, competing with Elisa in a different way, um, and most likely trying to win. That's my goal always. We are competitive, but it's like a healthy competition. It doesn't tweak anybody. No, it doesn't tweak anybody. Like that. Let me just be clear. Afterwards, we can kiss and roll on. It's it's a card game. You look like you're putting that planner away. Nobody can see it, but I I heard it. What do you have on on the sexual intimacy pillar, dude? You can't just kind of... I'm going to go sexual intimacy... Um, I'm grateful for just increased passion. Mm. And I, I, this is the one that I sat on. I, the other five, literally, I did it in five minutes. I think it was just like, boom, 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 boom. And I hit sexual intimacy and I'm like, what am I grateful for? Wow. In our sexual intimacy. Okay. Um, because this year, you've already mentioned kiddos getting older. It, it sort of has tweaked our intimacy lifestyle at times mm-hmm. because... We don't have to be as, and I'm not going to say rigid, but when the kids were younger, we were very clear on that. Two times a week, we really knew where it was going to happen because we were looking at kids' schedules and this and that and mm-hmm. and what's going on. And so since the oldest one has left, um, the younger one drives, we have much more time. And so that's become a little more fluid. And because of that, you and I aren't so like, oh my gosh, we didn't, it, like your days are Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and we got Wednesday off, and then your days are Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it, it's not like that right now. Um, and, and I struggled with it mm-hmm. through this year. I, I, you know, there are times you and I would talk about it, and I, and I would struggle with it because I'm like, what, what's happening? Like, I, I don't know what's going on here. A little too much spontaneity. It wasn't, who, it wasn't spontaneity. It was just more of like, what's our structure? What's, what's the structure? And we, we've had that. And the other side of that, I feel has for you and I, we've, a, we, we still have, we still have sex twice a week, mm-hmm. sometimes three. I mean, but I still feel like we're, we're on two. I'm not like counting it or anything. Um, but I just feel like there's this increased passion for one another. Mm. And Physically, you know, with our age and where we're at and things that are going on and what we're testing and we're doing all these things just to make sure we're staying healthy. But I just feel like when when we get between the sheets, there's this increased passion for one another around our sexual intimacy mm. um, that, I, that I've enjoyed. So mine was um, when it comes to our sexual intimacy that you desire me now, that you desire me more now than you do when we first met. And for those of you that are brand new to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, you may not know this. Tony and I actually met 20 and a half years ago. Um, it was the summer of 1994. So we are like mm. last century. Um, and, you know, we were, we were very passionate when we first met. Um, and there have been all kinds of, you know, highs and lows over our years uh, and, and even the beginning of this year was really tough because it wasn't just adjusting to the kids' schedules. It was, you know, I changed my coaching schedule. I was in a, you know, a, a 
course for the first five months, of the year, there were a lot of things that kind of upset the apple cart, the, the structure that we had. And yet coming into the second half of this year, you know, similarly to use the word passion, um, I just feel like we sexually, we are connecting hmm. in, a, in a way that just reminds me that we have continuously gotten better since we started focusing on all of the intimacy, better, wrong word, stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've strengthened. We've strengthened. You know, it. our journey started with a 60-day sex challenge, right? Like, like everything that you hear, all of you hear on this show, everything that we've done since January of 2010 and even before that when we started, you know, the blog and whatnot is all because we started a sex challenge. Like literally it started with our sexual intimacy and I look at where we are here as we're closing out 2022 and I, I look at the fact that it is no lie when I tell people that we are having the best sex of our entire lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and yeah, it's, it's the six pillars. It, It really is looking at each one of those and strengthening them and seeing where the cracks are and being willing to, to address each of them when they need to be addressed. So that way you and I, we know when those are strong and that's why it goes from emotional to sexual intimacy being the last one, because we know that when we're strong in those first five, our sexual intimacy is just strong. It, mm-hmm. There's so much more passion and it's taken us, it's taken a lot of time and we still go, we still have our ups and downs. Mm-hmm. We don't have our, we don't have perfect weeks. We, we still have our ups and downs and headaches and in the, in the craziness that happens and and just so you guys know, and, and, and we're just sharing a little bit here, just as we, we talk about why we're grateful for so many of these things, our kids got in three accidents in six weeks. One of them totaled a car. Thank God none of them were hurt. There are no injuries. But those things like, those things cause you to sit back and just go, okay, something else is on our plate. Mm-hmm. Got to, you know, we want to protect our kids and things, you know, so things go on. And to be able to, around our sexual intimacy in particular, to be able to just go, okay, we, we everything is good though. Mm-hmm. Everything else is good. The kids are okay. Finances are okay. We can go out and have fun together. You, you know, we can we can pray. We can believe. We can pr- we can pray for protection. You know, and we can talk. Mm-hmm. We can communicate. That I think allows us to have that passionate, vibrant sexual intimacy that you and I both desire Hundred percent. after 28 years of knowing each other, 26 years of marriage and looking to the future and going, okay, mm-hmm. what are we going to do next? Well, and I want to encourage every one of you, you know, get the gratitude planner and, you know, Thanksgiving, if, if you're listening to this episode, when it first comes out, Thanksgiving's just a couple days away. E- even if not, you've got time to sit down and just take that one page out of the gratitude planner, the one wrapped around the six pillars of intimacy and give yourselves 10, 15 minutes to write down something in each one of those boxes and then share it with your spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, Let that be the action. Start that journey of shifting who you are as a person, how you see the world, getting all the good hormones and whatnot going through you, but also shifting your marriage. Because gratitude unlocks so much in relationship. It unlocks so much in a marriage. And we want to see that for your extraordinary marriages. That's right. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week. Enjoy it. Give yourselves a big gratitude, a big thank thankfulness uh, session together. Make it happen. Share it with us. Grab your gratitude planner. Post it up at, at One Extraordinary Marriage. We want to celebrate you. Mm-hmm. We want to celebrate you 
the one family. You guys have a great one. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.